Hello and welcome to another edition of the Get Off My Lawn podcast, which is the best show that nobody is watching. My name is John Anderson. I will be your friendly host tonight, which is uh, because it's my show and I'm always the host. That's how this works. But I still like to say that because it kind of makes me feel like I'm I'm a cool flight attendant or something. Uh, enjoy your flight tonight and thank you for flying Air Sandhills. Um, okay, you know what? We're going to do this right away because I don't think anybody likes looking at me going full screen. So let's do this. We've got uh, a very large and esteemed panel tonight. Uh, he travels in uh, groups of one most of the time. Uh, he is a uh, he's a Capricorn. He likes long walks to the gun range, pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. I don't know if any of that's true besides the walks to the range because it says so on the screen. But he is everybody's favorite tactical <clears throat> teacher, Travis. What's up, man? You forgot the most important part. I put on an extra coat of beard oil this evening, so I look even more handsome than His, I normally do. So it's nice and, you know, just slick and ready to go. So The beard yep. game is on mm -hmm. point. For those of you who are listening to the podcast version of this <laughs> and are not watching the uh, the video uh, let me just tell you that, uh, that the beard game is on point for one of us, so and, and it's not me. So okay, gotcha. I, I just have a beard, um, okay. but, uh, but okay. yeah, Travis, you 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 do it right. That's, Thanks, man. You know, I appreciate yeah. that. I try. I work on it for hours every day. It takes a long time to really get it just to, you know, just to look exactly how I like it. So. And that's kind of what I do. <laughs> I work on mine for sometimes minutes, sometimes. Yeah. Me Sometimes too. I do uh, put a little oil in the mine too. People, a lot of people don't understand really what it takes to maintain this kind of a mane. You know, it's really yeah. is a passion. It is a passion. So it, it's got to be. You've got to be <laughs> committed. You know, I never realized I started growing the beard when I just didn't want to shave, and uh, I had no idea that having the beard is just as much, if not more, upkeep than just shaving it off. Yeah, I mean, because you know, you got to get the, you got to get rid of the neck beard every morning, and you got to, you got to clean up the cheeks a little bit. Then you got to catch all the strays. I don't, but yeah, uh, you got to, you got to do, you got to get, keep it nice and clean. I you keep know? telling my wife, I keep telling my wife, I'm just going to grow the neck beard and shave everything down to about here, oh, and man. she keeps telling me that if I do, that I will uh, be single again. So that's <laughs> why you haven't seen the neck. Beard. Probably a good idea to listen. Anyway, to Anyway, this is not yeah. a neck beard chat. Let's. Uh, you never know. I mean. <laughs> Neckbeard could be used we're improperly. We're going to be serious so. tonight because neckbeard is, is a slur, so it could be used improperly. It's a hurtful word. So neckbeard's yeah. a slur. It is actually, yeah. The neckbeards. It's what they usually call uh, Springfield XD really? owners or something. I think I don't know. It's, see, there you go. It's offensive right there. So, so here's I got to do this real quick. Bear with me, kids. Okay. So okay. Now, um, I did double check and. Huge announcement. You know how the last couple weeks I've been begging people to go over to Rumble and subscribe so we can go live. Uh, I don't know what happened, but overnight we went from, I think, 19 subs to we're all the way up to a whopping 34. We're cruising, Good. but we got the 25 we needed. So we are now live. I just checked. We're live on Rumble. And so uh, if you are watching us on Rumble, welcome to the uh, the maiden voyage of the live stream. You can see uh, some of the past episodes that uh, that do get brought over. I, I'm going to have to double check and see. Uh, this will probably show up twice on Rumble because it does import all the YouTube stuff as well. 
we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what happens there. But uh, but for sure, um, very proud to now be able to go live as well over on Rumble, and uh, hopefully this this works out pretty well for us. Uh, so uh, real quick, we'll uh, let's go through and see who's out there in the chat, and then looks like we've got somebody else that has just popped into the green room that's waiting to uh, to join us too. So we've got uh, Kingpin out there, G Web's out there, Patriot in the Dark, Five Hundred Magnum, Jeff Moeller. Two Live Moo, uh, 10X Shooters. All right. Um, and I know there will be a few more that uh, that join us as we go along. And then uh, real quick here, let's say hello to Joe as well. Joe Goble is joining us. So this again, we've, we've kind of got this whole Nebraska gang of usual suspects now that keeps coming on the show. And uh, we're going to have to just rename this into like the the Nebraska guys chat or something I, I like that i like that i just had i had to check and make sure you know i look i look fabulous right come on uh, we're woke, yeah, we're woke now can, gorgeous maybe game gotta have your nebraska <laughs> cowboy hat we have her it's like we just kind of de-evolve as you go from like bottom to like you know it's like the evolution of man here you know young old and older of course actually i'm the oldest one here i think but still uh, i don't know i was born in 78 what year were you born 77 yeah, yeah, beauty. Like right? I'm I'm the young and I'm still a child of the 70s, but I'm younger than you guys. Oh man. So well, at Woo. least I, I'm glad that works out. <laughs> I, I even right. have a drink tonight. One of the guys that I uh, am at school with right now, I'm out here for some uh continuing education for work, and uh he had one of them crown royal oh the colas, yeah, pre-mates, like, yeah. I like those. He That's says, well, this is the peach one. He's like, you want to try it? And I says, yeah, I'll try it. So we're going to try it tonight. All right. Let me know. It's, if it's, it's a fruity evening, John. I'll tell you what. I don't know what's going on. We're, we're exploring our citrus side this evening. I was earlier, so, yeah. Yeah, Travis was doing some fruity things. and Mango and there cart. Was, there was a joke there that I uh, yeah. couldn't. We, we weren't <laughs> live yet. It was before we went live. I couldn't pass up the joke about Travis doing fruity things, but. But uh, no, he is into the ladies for for the record, ladies, and he's single. Well, not now, not right. I mean, I I'd like to be in a I you know whatever you know try to put this the right way. But well, hold on, are you yeah. backtracking when I said that you don't actually do fruity things and that you are? Um, no, like when you say like I'm into the ladies, it sounds like I'm some kind of a player or something. I'm not anymore. Play on player. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. No, I'm just kind of a just, not even like, one lady though, kind right? of guy. No. I'm just kind of like you know. Marvel is greatest kids I, now is what I am. Have, so yeah, I have hurt anybody's feelings by saying fruity. Um, I know that that could be a slur. It's not meant to be a slur. I like fruity but, uh, Fruit Loops I, are good. Anyway, yeah. okay. So I'm gonna dig myself a hole here and alienate uh, maybe a few viewers, and hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> Look okay. on the bright side, John. You know, you you know, we carry just a little tiny military shovels, so you can't dig that fast. I, I think you're okay. True. It's true. Actually, I I do most of my digging with my k-bar whoa well it's gone now i'm not going to be able to retrieve that uh i had the k-bar spork uh that i was going to show so (laughs) g-web says you can drink on a live but his live of unboxing an airsoft gun was taken down moments it ended after it ended and he got a channel warning and it's not even a firearm so Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't think they got weird rules about BB guns and airsoft guns now. I don't think they've changed it versus firearms. But every time that they uh they wow. you get the rules figured out, then they change them on you too. So it's yeah, it's yeah. BS. That's why we're on Rumble, kids. 
because Rumble doesn't do that to the to the videos uh, short of anything that's uh, I believe pornographic or illegal. Uh, they don't uh, they don't come down on you for for what you're doing. They figure that uh, you ought to have a little bit of freedom. So pretty cool. Rumble is is like the uh, um, how do I say it? Like the cool parents that trust the kids to, you know, they they've taught them to make good decisions, and now they they trust the kids to go out and apply what they've learned. So uh, everything that Nebraska is not the law. There's consequences, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So. All right, so we uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about some of the things, and, and I originally was thinking, well, we could make this like a like a nomenclature one hundred and one class, like for all the all the beginners and stuff. And, and I did in the video description mention that there's a lot of new gun owners, but you know what? There's a lot of uh, seasoned firearm owners that uh, sometimes I hear getting this stuff wrong too. And so there are some things that are flat. There is a, a I want to say a. a an absolute truth here like there is a, a distinct right and wrong and some of it's all personal preference and generational too so there's some nuance to what we're going to talk about tonight but uh just as as a general rule what i don't like seeing is when somebody makes a comment or somebody's in a video and they're fairly new to the game and by the the game i'm referring to either owning firearms or um, being online advocating for their rights to own such firearms or, or carry such firearms, things like that. And, you know, they, they've never, they've never had somebody go through and explain the, the different uh, nomenclature to them. And so they flat out just don't know any better. And then they get on a video or a, you know, make a TikTok or something like that. And they're talking about, you know, putting the clip in the handgun. Well, if you listen to rap music, you hear about clip, a lot, right? <laughs> and clips and so, switches, clips right? and switches, Glock switches are very popular now. It's nice uh, that our most well, popular esteemed rappers are telling kids how yeah. to convert their guns and, and, and TV shows. I I saw yep. it on TV, so I know it's a major thing in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Apparently, yep. it's the thing that the Chicago PD are are most concerned about, according to the the TV show of the same name. And it, they get a lot of stuff wrong too. But we're not going to talk about fixing Hollywood because that's never going to happen. But I do see that, you know, the clip is one of the things. And so all of a sudden... What if, what if you're clip, married? What if you're married? What if you're married? See, well, I call gonna... it a magazine. And my wife always says, I'm going to put the clip in my gun so we can go practice. And I say, it's a magazine. And is she it an M1 Grand? Because she could be right. You know, is it a stripper yeah. clip? Is you know it, what? If she it? was shooting an M1 Grand, I wouldn't care yeah. what she was calling yeah. it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And I always look at her, I'm like, it's a magazine. And she just sticks her tongue out. And I'm like, you know, pick your battles, fellas. Pick your battles. Right. So <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. It, it's one thing when, I mean, a, a prudent husband will uh, will just let his, his bride call it whatever she wants because the couch may not be as comfortable as the bed. So I understand that. But, but in all honesty, um, you see this online and somebody calls it a clip, right? What's the next thing that happens? The comment section blows up. And there's so many keyboard warriors out there that all of a sudden need to come in and either gunsplain to them or just flat out tear them a new one 
for, you know, how could you possibly be so stupid as to call this the thing that uh, generations of people grew up calling it? And there are still people alive today that learned in the military to call it that. But never mind that. Uh, you know, you just must be the the dumbest human being on the face of the planet for calling it that. And 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 so this new person, what's going to happen? Well, you've completely turned them off to ever putting another video or making another comment. And they probably think that the gun owning uh, community is just a bunch of jerks and they don't want to be associated with that. So way to turn somebody off from exercising their rights. Now we've lamented <laughs> that before. What I want to do is uh, I want to talk about some of the, some of the arbitrary terms like clip. You can say clip, you can say magazine, but there is a distinct difference that most of us agree upon that the, a clip and a magazine aren't the same thing, right? And I don't have any visual aids here. And if I did, I'd probably get in trouble for using them anyway. But, uh, you know, any, any of these terms that you're not sure about, write them down or, or go back through and, and listen again and, and Google them up if you need to. But uh, for the most part, you know, most of what uh, people refer to as clips really are magazines, right? And, and the, what's the correct term? Detachable box magazine for the most part. And, and that's the, the thing that, you know, you can take it out. If it's a handgun, it usually goes in the grip. You pop it out and you replace it with a fresh one and it goes right back in there and, and uh, you know, back to, back to, to bang, bang, bang. And so a clip, on the other hand, typically um, holds the ammo. And depending on what, what style it is, Travis had mentioned stripper clip. And, and that's something that you, it just kind of sits down into the top of the gun with the with the action open and then you just take your, your thumb and just you know push the rounds down into into the firearm it strips them off of that clip hence the name stripper clip it's got nothing to do with with any of, of travis's weekend activities um and so his fruity his fruity activities i know I was, i'm looking i'm seeing a trend here coming from travis but i think continue, this is, working. Is, is is actually fruity pebbles <laughs> I do. I do enjoy Fruity Pebbles. I mean, you, I, I, you that's can, probably the best find, cereal. That's in the you top can five. Find most of his videos on his new website, OnlyFeet.com. And uh... <laughs> is that a real thing? What? Is that a real thing? <laughs> Didn't you start that? No, 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 no? not at all. No, oh, no. Okay. I, I love Bunions.com is what it is. So okay, my bad. I, uh, I knew you had you had like a specific an market segment, but it's also very loyal to its uh, fan base. So you know. <laughs> It's a niche market. It's it really all it's is. all a marketing thing, John. It's really just trying to get a toehold in this thing, aren't you? Absolutely. Oh, you know it. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. Okay. So so, clip is is definitely um, and the other thing with an M1 Grand, yeah, the the clip actually uh, full of the the eight rounds of ammo. You put the whole thing in through the top of the gun, and uh, then it it pops itself out when it's all done. So yeah, that that's a clip. And a magazine is is actually the the container, I guess, the container for the ammo that goes into the gun, and uh, it feeds right out of there. And then you have to uh, manually pop that back out later. Uh, I don't know if there's a better way to explain it without getting into any more technical stuff. And I'm not as technical as maybe some would be. Um, all right, so yeah, 500 Magnum says uh, a clip would be a broom handle Mauser. Yes, those did feed off of. Uh, stripper clips um so okay so um what are some of the other things that we hear all the time that get misused whether it's by newbies or uh, 
and a lot of the reason the newbies misuse these words is because it's media or social media or or news right um hollywood i mean they they misuse words a lot too so what are some of the other words that you guys see and hear being uh misrepresented that'll just completely get a new person shredded for using it wrong online assault rifle okay assault rifle assault rifle because uh it's still just a semi-automatic rifles come in all sorts of different calibers i did but now hold on hold on because now again very nuanced conversation do you mean assault weapon or do you mean assault rifle either or but basically the one that i hear the most is is an assault rifle is what they're is they're associating it with and um it's just it's a rifle it's a semi-automatic rifle just because it looks a certain way i mean i've got i've got uh semi-automatic rifles in a couple different calibers but only one of them is ever called an assault rifle now i'm going to respectfully disagree with that you're referring to the dreaded assault weapon that the news right about and and the assault rifle is an actual term it has been used uh, for decades now in military applications, and it is a shoulder-fired rifle that fires an intermediate cartridge, select fire or full automatic at least, and with a detachable magazine. And so an assault rifle can go full auto. But right. when they talk about an assault weapons ban, and, and assault weapons, now they're talking about the AR-15 that is not capable of select fire. It can't do full auto it can't do three round burst and and it's not it, it's a non-military uh it's not a military that'll be one we bring up to military style but the the ar-15 is not military style so what they mean by assault weapon is oh my gosh it looks like those scary ones that the army has but they don't know any different again it's it's flat ignorance, and I don't mean ignorance necessarily as an insult, but if the shoe fits, wear it. If you get butt hurt, that's because, again, the shoe fits. But it's flat <laughs> ignorance. Uh, so what's the assault part then? I mean, it's just a rifle at that point. If it doesn't have any of those features, it's not in use by the because military. Because they're afraid it's not that you might actually stage a full-on assault. Oh my god! With your with your quote unquote assault weapon, you might use it to assault somebody. But isn't the intention of every firearm to end some sort of life by its no. design? I'm just no. saying, you know. I, okay. It is not. It, the, it needs okay. to have that capability, but it's not the intention of any of my firearms outside my hunting rifles. Might have assaulted a lot of steel plates out on the range. Sure. Now, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, now yeah. I've got a defense rifle, not a, not an assault rifle. I've got a defense rifle that, that I would use... Uh, given the choice that's the one i would pick to defend myself against an assault uh, but they don't want to ban defense rifles even though uh, it's the same rifle but that's right. another one that you know let, let's dig into this the assault assault weapon that they talk about what are the scary features that the, they're so worried about this ar-15 having that differentiate it from say a, a wooden stock sks or uh, 30 round AR-15. clips the high right. capacity the, high yeah, capacity High capacity, there you go. The, the 30 magazine. <clears throat> yes. Okay, so I've got to get to high capacity. I don't know. Who determines what high capacity is? Say, it's say, the uh, capacity, you know? All I did was make a statement. He wanted to get this thing kicked off, so I helped get it kicked off, and 
Now I just got to sit back and watch John roll. Oh, you know, the bayonet lug. Playing the agent provocateur, I guess. Bayonets are used frequently <laughs> in drive-by shooting. Bayonet lug is definitely the assault weapon feature. Right. Bayonet um, lug, um, having a collapsible stock. They don't want that on there. Flash hider. Because uh, there's nothing. <laughs> yes, a flash hider. Because you don't go think, blind. <laughs> they think that it means that you can't see the muzzle flash. They don't understand that the flash hider means that uh, it helps the, the person using the rifle uh, retain their sight picture so they know exactly where they're aiming to be safe and responsible with it. Uh, it also helps keep a high-caliber rifle down so it doesn't come off a target so yes, much better either, controllability. On, and and it, absolutely. it mitigates recoil in, you know, it, it lets some of that uh, some of that gas go sideways instead of all um, all causing the, the recoil to go straight back, although with an AR-15 typically in 5.56, I mean, that's not a big issue, but... Um, Some of we, us don't have girly hands, John, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, we, we can handle them, so. There you um, go, yes. Just um, wanted to point that out. Uh, a forward right, grip. Right, Travis? Absolutely. I've got very manly hands. A forward exactly. grip is one that uh, that they worry about. <laughs> pistol grip. Pistol grip. Right, a pistol grip. I mean, okay, and here's the, this is what was fun during the AWB years. The, the vertical foregrip was absolutely a no-no, but if you just uh, angled it, then it was okay, right? If it was an angled AMG, grip, that was all right. AMG. It's the same thing now with uh, uh, an AR pistol, right? No vertical foregrip on an AR pistol, or it becomes an, any other weapon. But the uh, the angled foregrip, those are okay to use. Technically, a vertical foregrip is a angled foregrip because it's at ninety degrees, and that is an angle. So, I agree. I agree. But know... apparently, the the angle is less than ninety that they are talking about. Then it okay. becomes angled. But and then again, we got to figure who's trying to make these rules up. I mean, I, I don't think uh, brilliance is a strong point or even just common language no, and mathematical skills. Now, now, hold off, though. I mean, here's a little sidetrack that let's go down for a second. We hear that all the time, and we think that's the case, and then we discount them, and we underestimate them. They know exactly what they're doing. Don't think for a second that they're dumb. They know exactly oh, I know they're not dumb. They're not dumb, but they, they, they assume we all are dumb. And they want right, to play these saying, stupid though, games. If, if if we assume that they're dumb, then we, we get lulled into a, a sense of complacency that doesn't belong because we think, oh, they don't know anything. No, they know exactly what they're doing. They're not doing this stuff because they're stupid. They're doing this stuff because they think we are. Or they yep. think that the average uh, John Q. public is. And so... Um, yeah, Gary's out there saying a lot of noobs think AR stands for assault rifle, and that's not true. That stands for Armalite Rifle, the company that uh, first brought it to market. Um, so, yep, they're very, very true there, too. What are the other parts? Of, oh, we just lost Joe. He'll be back. What are the other parts of the uh, the assault, assault rifle? Barrel shroud. But bayonet lug. Obviously, bayonet that's lug. one of the things that barrel always has to go. Was one, though. Because yep. again, that's part of an AR because it, uh, or just, I mean, we call it a handguard, they call it a barrel shroud, but uh, again, I, I don't know what they're afraid of. I guess they'd rather have you um, touch the hot barrel itself mm -hmm. because, because without the, the barrel shroud or the handguard, then that's what you have to do is put your hand right on the barrel and that's it gets really hot. And, and in lieu of that, they don't want you shooting the gun with two hands, apparently. So they think they would much rather have you uh, just shoot it one-handed. And it's it's not near as accurate or safe. 
all of the things that are on that rifle that make it more shootable are done for accuracy sake, which is a, a safety and responsibility thing, not a, oh, it makes it better to kill with thing. Because the prudent shooter strives for safety and responsibility above all else, right? And accuracy is part of responsible shooting. Um, you owe it to yourself and everybody in the rest of the world to hit where you aim. So that's just that's just part of it. So yeah, there's some stuff on that assault weapon, but I still maintain that assault rifle is a completely different thing and that the militaries around the world have been using assault rifles for a little over 100 years now. And so um, an intermediate cartridge, select fire, uh, detachable magazine. What would be the first assault rifle that Uncle Sam issued would probably be the, uh, what, the Browning 1918, I would think, the, the BAR. Oh, that's a good question, man. I can't think of one before. That's why it, that's why they brought it out because uh, the army wanted something to advance from trench to trench across no man's land that was man portable and, and didn't have to uh, be crew served. And so, you know, I, that, that sounds really interesting because, boy, I can't think of one before that. But I think Travis is over there clicking away. He's, we'll find out. I saw. I keep saying M sixteen for he's the US though. Google but, for. Uh, but the BAR was right. out when World War II, right? No, World War One. Well, just at the or, end of World War One. World War One. Okay. They okay. brought it out for World War One, but I'm not sure if they actually got it to Europe in time. I I don't remember the exact details there, but that was kind of the whole um, idea of of that rifle. Well, before uh, that, they had they had uh, the water cooled machine guns. They were somewhat portable. Sort of. That's like just the maximum the, stuff like that. Yeah. 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 You, you had to have a water tank. You had to have, uh, it was belt fed. So you had to have an ammo right. box. And it took right. two, or, two or three people to serve that, uh, to haul it around and to serve it usually. Uh, the tripod right. was also a heavy chunk. So it was usually one guy on the rifle, one guy on the ammo, and one guy on the tripod, I believe is how those worked a lot of the time. Um, whereas the, the BAR was, was man portable. And right. So, a lot more, but I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess that's kind of, I guess that's where you can kind of go, well, it still was man portable. It took a couple of men to do it, but. Right. They wanted a single rifleman to be able to to advance across no man's land quickly and, and have basically be able to lay down his own uh, cover fire as he went a little right. bit. Right. Um, nope, nope. I know what you're getting. I'm picking it so, up. Yeah, now Gatling gun is completely not a machine gun, um, so totally different. And uh, as of right now, those those are not outlawed. I have see, actually, I just saw an ad. Another sidetrack, guys. You know, Tipman Armory or Tipman, whatever they are now, that uh, put out the nine millimeter Gatling gun a few years back. They've got one coming out this year that looks like it is. Uh, it, it's twenty two long rifle. It's got longer barrels than that little nine millimeter one, and it looks like it's belt fed with a canvas belt hmm. from the the magazine ad that I just saw. So, I think it was Guns Magazine that came in the mail yesterday or the day before. So that looks pretty cool. Just got to say, kind of kind of can't wait to see one of those. Um, so okay, so assault rifle, assault weapon. That's another one that uh, that absolutely. Um, again, the the reason that we're upset is because if people are going to assault us. We want the best tool 
to defend ourselves. And, and that is definitely, um, definitely going to be some sort of a, a rifle, honestly, in, in most cases, um, especially for like a, a home defense type of situation. Another uh, one to mention here, John, is the uh, silencer versus yes. suppressor. Yeah. Although, although the original patent was called a silencer, right? A silencer. So that's yeah, not a wrong but term. You try to push suppressor. But it, common language, it got I think. a bad rap just yeah. because of Hollywood. Because nobody in Hollywood has uh, has ever portrayed the sound of a of suppressed fire. I don't think correctly. Well, some military movies have done a good job, like you know, combat films, and you know, it's much. I more... guess I I just ha- I haven't seen those. You know, the the movies that I've seen of any suppressed fire, it, it sounds like literally you like know, nothing. Like, like a well, you bear. can run some super low velocity, you know, say like some 22 low velocity sure, with, with the heavy suppressor on it, and it's not going to produce a lot of sound, you know, and Ch- it's going to be almost like are, yeah, that, that may be one of the few exceptions where the, yeah. the cycling of the action may be actually louder than, yeah. than the report. But, but for anything that's actually, again, something that, you know, that was added to the NFA because they were so afraid that somebody might uh, commit crimes and, and the logic behind it is you can't hear where the shots are coming from. So the police don't know where to go. Which, which in the you... large city is garbage because they actually have listening devices just for firearm they, reports. They do, but also in a large city, uh, the way that sound bounces, it, it's almost impossible to localize anyway unless it's in the same block as you. And so, right. I mean, it, that, that's misleading anyway. How many people thought that the shots from Mandalay Bay were coming from a different direction because the reports were echoing yep. all across that, that plaza. Right. Um, and so, I mean, that, that's a big thing there. Uh, they do reduce the sound. They don't make it silent. They just make it quieter, much like the muffler on a car. In fact, a lot of people have started calling them mufflers for their guns because it, it does make the exhaust quieter on your vehicle, but it's still audible. Right, you can still hear it. It just quiets it down, and it's, well, you, it's actually the the guy that uh, invented that for the car wasn't he the brother of? Uh, there was Hiram and there was what Hiram Percy, and it was either brothers or father and son. And one of them invented the one for the gun, and one of them invented the the Maxim uh, machine gun. But I believe that the same guy did patent the first uh, muffler for a car as well, using the same kind of baffle technology. So. Hmm. That's where they came from, I believe. Or I know it was all in the same family. Did uh, now? Have you guys heard that they're talking about uh, resubmitting the um, some legislation on a federal level, trying to declassify the uh, uh, suppressor, the Hush Act again? Yeah, yeah. Technically, it never went away, right? It, it just didn't go anywhere in committee. But I think, yeah, they're going to yeah. try and do something with it. Uh, that'd be that'd be great. I mean, you know. When we actually are at the range, um, you're always worried about, you know, especially little kids, stuff like that, trying to keep hearing protection on them. Um, but another thing we don't think about, too, is if if you have to use a firearm in defense of yourself or others in your home, as it is now, yeah. um, you know, in that situation, with it being a little bit quieter, your ears wouldn't be ringing. You know, especially if there's multiple people, you could hear where they're at, you know, and, and am I going to try to stop and put earplugs in before I go to defend myself? You know, I have to be very careful um, mm-hmm. now. 
the last time I shot something and one of my uh, earplugs wasn't quite in place. And so my left ear now has a tendency to ring once in a while ah, just yeah, for funny. no reason. You know, that's so not fun at all. Now I, no. I do I, I sit here corrected. I just did a quick Google search of my own. It was not the Hush Act, it's the Shush Act. Shush. And that's an acronym for silencers help us save hearing act. Mm. So which which I absolutely agree with, and that's kind of what I was just stating is yeah, yeah, you wouldn't yeah, have yeah. to worry about younger kids at a gun range or even yourself. Well, with, with younger kids, I still maintain, especially if it's a center fire. Still, um, put the ear pro on them and help and get them used to the habit. Number one, right? And and number two, I mean, yeah, it lowers the report down to what is it less than 140 decibels? I think that's um, it's it's quieter than a jackhammer, pretty much. But even even that sustained fire or a full day of shooting, it will damage hearing on a typical center fire uh, suppressed firearm. Um, so you still want to you still want to gun muff it up or, or get earplugs or whatever just to just to be safe i mean again once you lose your hearing you don't get it back those of us that have hearing loss or tinnitus or both wish that we didn't so it, it's not anything to mess with but you but, just uh, pro proved uh, the whole point we were just talking about hollywood makes it sound like yes. that they're yes absolutely silent and like you just stated yep. it's supposed to help with hearing and it either but sounds still like, it sounds like a spit or it sounds like a little Pew! And that's all you hear. And that's right. absolutely false. And, the, and you just stated, and this has been mentioned before, that can prolong even at a quieter level, you can still sustain uh, It's like running or... a lawnmower. You can mow the lawn without ear pro. But if you if you mow lawns for a living or all summer long without ear pro, you're probably going to have some, some uh, hearing loss of some type, whether it's severe or not. Um, yeah, Blitz says supers are still loud out of a suppressor. Yeah, I would imagine they would be. <laughs> I've never, I've never fired a super, but that would be kind of cool. Um, I don't know if he means like a thirty-eight super or just supersonic, but I'm thirty super carry, bro. Yeah, thirty super <laughs> carry, maybe. The greatest um, caliber of all time. <laughs> yeah, he says twenty-two long rifles subsonic out of a bolt action does almost sound like nothing, and yeah, I, I could see where it would. Um, now, again, here's another thing to think about is um, the uh, when it's an automatic, then, yeah, some of the sound does come. I mean, a lot of the gas comes back out through the action. But, yeah, the bolt action or, or the any any firearm where the, the action stays closed and doesn't open right up, then, yeah, that's going to be the quietest because then all of the all of the report and all the gases and everything else go out through the front and i don't know the exact physics of how suppressors work but i do know that um i do know that they work and that's all that matters and i also know that i wish i had one yeah. or five i i have somebody that uh, i know who lives in nebraska likes to do what he does on what's he call it sunday dump or something like that but he's always posting he'll go out on sunday and whatever he has it's is that sunday of course. or is it Monday. I thought it was Mag Dump Mondays. Gunday Monday or something like that, or yeah, yeah. Is that, is that? And he all goes off his back porch, and that's a wonderful example. Like he goes out there with something that's full auto and yeah. has a has the suppressor on there. You're still hearing it. Yep. <laughs> He's still wearing, you know. Yeah. Uh, ear protection. So. Yep. I know who that is too. Yeah. If you if you're, I won't out him because it's not a public page. But if you're friends with the guy, then, then yeah, um, definitely. Uh, 
I think it's Mag Dump Monday that he does. I'm pretty sure on the full auto. Well, but, you know how Facebook is anymore. The algorithms are so bad. It's like you have to yeah. go look for people at this point. So you do. when I you finally do. see it, I never. It's never on the day he does it. So gotcha. You might be okay. right. Maybe it is Monday. Um. All right. Let's uh, let's see. Let me mark some of these off that we've talked about. I've kind of got a list started here. We did that one. We did that one. Okay, let's go back to military style. They always say milit. They hook mil spec. Mil spec. Millet. No, not mil spec. Okay. No, 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 no. We're talking about what the news says now. Okay. Or what the what the military anti -gun, style. the gun grabber politicians. They hook two of them together. They they put military style in front of assault weapons. I just don't know why anybody would need to have military style assault weapons. Well, first of all, there's no <laughs> such thing as an assault weapon. That is a made up term that was made up. Uh, to scare people and get the assault weapons ban passed back in 94. So the, it's, and a it's been term. a very effective. It was, it was not made up by in industry professionals. It was made up by uh, news organizations. I don't know. I don't know who said it first, but somebody, somebody did. And then the rest of them ran with it. Um, but military style. So again, the AR 15, not military style. It's semi-automatic. For those of you that are noobs, the difference between semi-automatic and fully automatic, and if you say automatic, it encompasses both. That doesn't count. So, again, words matter. Semi-automatic means that you have to pull the trigger every time for each round. So, when you pull the trigger back, it fires one round, and then you have to release the trigger, and then pull the trigger again to fire the next round. Whereas fully automatic means that you can hold the trigger and the gun keeps firing until either you let off the trigger or it runs out of ammo, whichever comes first. And so, again, the assault rifles that we talked about, the select fire or full automatic, they can do that. But what the military doesn't issue in their, uh, their M16s is a semi-automatic only version, and that, that's what the AR-15 is. And that's what civilians can buy without having to go through a whole bunch of extra paperwork and spend tens of thousands of dollars to get one. So the AR-15, again, not military style. And, and I've had this argument online with guys that uh, thought they were being cute or whatever. I'm like, how many people that have been in combat would want an AR-15, a true semi-automatic rifle? And I get all these guys, oh... I would rather have my Daniel Defense than the piece of crap that Uncle Sam gave me and all that. Yeah, fine. Well, you, know, you mean but, the FN? <laughs> right, yeah. But, Which costs just as much as the Daniel Defense if you buy the civilian version of it. So right, Yeah, but but all yeah. in all, no. The, I, I said, I'm okay, but, but how many of you want to get into a firefight and not be able to go to three-round burst or full auto? <clears throat> okay, there you go. So now, granted, it is prudent to be able to switch that over to single rounds, right, to semi-auto. And to, to conserve conserve ammo and that kind of stuff. But the fact that the switch is available to go to those other modes, again, that's military style. What you just go into the gun store and, and buy and walk out with, not military style. Hey, look at Patriot's question, though. He's got a good one for you. I want to hear your answer Where on this he? one, Where's he at? Which one? Just below Blitz there. You know, I actually posted that up on my Facebook page several years ago. And, uh, yeah, I said, name a firearm design that is not military style or wasn't at one point. And, and I, I never could think of one um, because every 
every major firearm design, whether it's the you know the the action type, right, was uh, was designed typically as a military arm first, and then became uh, adapted over into civilian life afterwards. Um, or it was it was done hand in hand, you know, like like Henry's uh, Model eighteen sixty, you know the that damn Yankee rifle that you could load on Sunday and shoot all week. Um, that was originally put into the hands at the very end of the Civil War by by the Union troops, um, or the hands of the Union troops. I mean, and so it, it got limited uh, time in the Civil War just because uh, it did come along so late. It was it was used, but not much. But uh, yeah, the the lever action. I mean, that was the the first major uh, successful lever action rifle. Right before that, the the muzzle loaders, whether it be percussion cap or, or flint lock before that, uh, match locks, wheel locks, right? I mean, those were all those were all military weapons at one point. Um, the the revolving pistol was if if you count the Texas Rangers, I mean, again, some of the that was a quasi military outfit at the time. Um, pump action shotguns. Semi-automatic, clearly. I mean, yeah, there. I can't think of anything. That, that's a lot of words, Patriot, to say no. I, I can't think of any. I can't name one firearm that's not military style. Desert Eagle is what 500 Magnum said. What about it? A, I don't know. He uses that, that not, not military uses, style. That uses buffer tube. Uh, pretty sure that's uh, military style. Well, even the gas system is like an AR-15. It does yeah, use an exactly. actual piston system. Stuff, so I don't know uses twin buffers oh um, i see what he's saying okay so yeah you know those guys confusing. you know those guys that went through the civil war i always thought they were kind of fortunate think about what they've seen in their lifetime seriously they went from percussion probably seen grandpa's old flintlock you know from when they were kids oh, through yeah. the through the civil war where we had more of the percussion style and they were having still gatherings up until what the thirties. So they, they seen our guns change. They seen automobiles, motorcycles, airplanes, and world war one. All in that same. I've always thought that that was such a, from somebody who loves history, man, yeah. they just, just the, the whole dynamic that they got to witness must've been just mind blowing. Well, as far Going as the from... tech, yeah, just technology in general. I mean, not only in firearms, but uh, anybody who was born at the, you know, in in the year nineteen hundred, saw more uh, more technological advances in their lifetime than the previous history of the world. Yep. I mean, yeah, technology just boomed in the twentieth century, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, and and the world for the most part is better for it now. Again, technology is always a two-way street, right? Double-edged sword. Right. But, uh, yeah, and, and by the 60s, I mean, we, we put a man on the moon, like G-Web says. So, Unless you're a flat earther. Then unless unless G-Web means that the moon was invented in the 20th century. <laughs> and it been, I guess I'm not entirely sure. I know it's made out of blue cheese. I just don't know when they shot it up there. Uh, so Right. <laughs> um. Okay, so anything else on, on military style? I mean, they talk about that all the time, but 
that is something that is not actually the case. Um, the, the things that they're talking about banning are not military style. And if you want to buy a true military style rifle, you've got to do a lot of paperwork. You've got to spend a ton of money. Uh, if you're a civilian and you're not a dealer, then it can't have been made after, what is it, 1985. Uh, so that means there's a, a finite number of available full-auto uh, rifles that are available to civilians because they, they've got to be 1985 or older. So it's, it's not like you can they keep making them, right? I mean, that's, that's obviously there's a limit. There's, a, there's a, a hard number on that which means the value goes from hundreds to thousands to tens of thousands or more, depending on the, depending on what it is. So uh, you can own full auto, but you've got to be able to afford to own full auto. It's, it's very expensive. Um, Here's another one, John, the use of the word tactical (laughs) as a marketing ploy on the news. Whenever somebody commits a crime, I like tactical style. I mean, yep. Yep, tactical. Tactical's got a lot of definitions to it. We even had this discussion on a Saturday or two ago talking about, you know, tactical shotgun, right? What makes a shotgun tactical? You know, is it like designing it for one specific purpose or what, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, And and, I mean, yeah, if we're going to go down that road, then there's no such thing as a, a firearm that's not tactical because you can develop tactics for any of them, right? Even my, even my deer hunting rifle is a tactical rifle in that in that arena i mean i have tactics for when i hunt deer and i want i want the right equipment on my rifle uh i want it all tacked out with a scope uh depending on the caliber a good recoil pad and uh i'm yeah. personal preference i like a tang safety that's what i like in detachable magazine gizzard gary's um, a, um life card gun that's a tactical deep carry yeah. assault handgun you know i mean really yep. it's one shot but still it's tactical because right. it's got <laughs> FDE colors on it, you can get so I make OD green. That makes it tactical, you know. Right, it must. You know, yeah, it's, it's a marketing. It's ridiculous. Everything's like, I don't know. This is a tactical water bottle because it's all black. I mean, you know. I mean, seriously, it's got stickers it, on it. It does. It's got stickers that makes it yeah. like all you know. Even that's nothing to do with army, but still, you know, it's. Uh-oh, I have a it's tactical, a scary one. I have a tactical foam koozie right here because it's all black and it's got a gun on it. So so. Tactical. I got a tactical dog because he's low to the ground and I've got a features four paw drive. <laughs> I've got a tactical hunting koozie. This was one of the vendors out of the Deer and Game Expo. I got a tactical iPhone because it has a Magpul, you know, cover on the back of it. That makes oh, it tactical. So tactical. Even though I just I bought it so I could drop it numerous times and not break it. That's pretty Tac- much the reason it's a why. Tactical phone. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I have a, the thing, a though, tactical is, shaving I mean, case right here with all of the anything <laughs> with Molly loops on it. You know, uh-huh. oh, we made it tactical. Webbing. We put Molly webbing on it. You know, you can you can attach other stuff to it now or, or whatever. Yep. Yeah, it's got, you know, yeah, the, the tactical vests and stuff. And I'm kind of a, oh, here, here's the thing is uh, I, I like some of the tactical looking stuff depending oh, yeah. on when I'm when and where I'm going to wear it. I'm mostly a, subscribed to the gray man theory. I don't want people to notice me. Um, I'm hard to miss. I know I'm big, but at the same time, I don't want my clothing to to scream, you know, oh, here's a security guard or here's a yeah. wannabe mall ninja or, you know, this guy, this guy's ready Armored to go to the battery, you know, right? I mean, something bouncer. like that. Yeah, bouncer. <laughs> Usually those guys are pretty easy to tell because they've got their head shaved 
and their t-shirts about three sizes too small. I do, mm-hmm. I do not wear my t-shirts three sizes too you small. You could have a goatee and like an earbud in, you know. And I don't really need to so. shave my head. The hair is falling out as it is. Yep. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that's a big one there. Tactical is, is – now, I don't know. People don't really misuse it. It's just become a marketing ploy. Yeah, or, everything's tactical, man. Everything's tactical these days, but that's – High speed, low drag, just like me. Uh-huh. Yep. When when you're an operational operator operating on operational operator operations operation one, then like you're one point five. Yeah, yeah. I like what Ghost uh, Ghost and Clover talk about being a tier six operator. <laughs> Here's the other one, John. It seems like every time I'm looking at a YouTube video, everybody features a Navy SEAL. Everybody's a Navy SEAL. There, how many you know, Navy the, SEALs the are there? Joke. Everybody's um, got a Navy SEAL. Former Navy SEAL. It's like I saw this meme the other day. Again, I've seen it many, many times. Everybody's a Navy SEAL, man. I mean, it's crazy. Don't it's, bust it's, me on the on on this first number because I don't really remember the exact number. Yeah. But it said something like in Viet in the Vietnam War there were 273 Navy SEALs. So far, I've met a thousand of them. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, yeah, so we have 2,500 on active duty right now is what it says. So 2,500 yeah, right now worldwide. Right now. So it's, yeah, it's like, I wonder how many total. It's like everybody's a Navy SEAL, you know? Yeah, everybody's. In, That's in, why I have my uh, urban yeah, carry holster. Yeah. A lot of the guys that really were, are or were SEALs, they don't talk about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they don't advertise it unless they, they've opened up a training facility or something like that. And they're, you know, claiming their credentials. But. Uh, a, lot of those, a lot of those guys like yeah they don't they don't talk about stuff much once Although, they start marketing protein shakes and stuff then they, then they come what's, out. what's the other thing that they always say that uh um first world fight club every every navy seal as soon as they get their dd214 it comes with a book deal <laughs> it seems like every every navy seal is putting out a book so um that's what it seems like anyway oh patriot says the stickers aren't tactical they just make your water bottle faster that's what it is. Um, so, yeah, G-Web says May 19, 1986, the Firearm Owners Protection Act, FOPA. Yeah, it, it did protect us as far as, I, I guess, traveling from state to state to state. But it did a lot of bad, too, with, in with that. Um, okay, so let's talk about this one that we mentioned earlier with the, the quote-unquote high-capacity magazines. They, uh, the people that, that would ban these things will tell you that a 30 round magazine is, is high capacity. And when you buy any AR 15 these days, no matter who's AR 15 style rifle, um, no matter who manufactures it, if it comes with a magazine and it, and you live in a state that doesn't have, you know, Nazi laws, then you uh, you get a thirty round magazine with that rifle. Usually, it's a P mag these days uh, for Magpul, but but at any rate, you're going to get some sort of a thirty round magazine with that rifle, which is standard standard capacity for AR-15s is is thirty rounds. Again, depending on what state you you might live in, one of those those ones that suck. But uh, thirty rounds, not high capacity. That's standard. Um, they want to outlaw the 30 rounds and up. They think, well, who needs a hundred rounds? If you need a hundred rounds to go hunt deer, well, if you need the all hundred rounds to go hunt deer, then yeah, maybe you should work on some accuracy, but people with hundred round magazines aren't using them to hunt deer. I don't know every state law, but I know in my state, 
you can't hunt deer with more than five rounds in a magazine. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Let me rephrase this. You can't hunt deer with a magazine that holds more than five rounds on a semi-auto rifle in Nebraska. It's just against the law. So no matter what you've got at home, you can't take it hunting. Um, and the hundred round drum mags, anybody that's got them will tell you that they are notorious for malfunctioning or jamming up things like that. And it's not what you use if your life depends on it. That's why people buy the P mags or the, the mil spec aluminum ones. Right. I mean, the military ones, style. The, yeah. The military style. True. <laughs> true military style. True is military, military style. Yes. Right. But, uh, and I don't, think you, you you can't see them on my shelf over there i've got a couple of those over there that are the the aluminum the metal magazines for an ar-15 they hold 30 rounds yeah it's pretty cool stuff um so uh that's what you use if you have to defend yourself your life depends on it you want those magazines that are tried and true you you've run several uh, uh run that magazine several cycles through it so you know that it feeds correctly uh, all that kind of stuff. The spring's in good shape, right? Um, you know, whatever. But uh, that's what people do. The 50 and 100 round drum mags. Those are plain and simple for if you've got a lot of money and you want to waste it in a short amount of time, then yeah, you can load that up with 50 rounds of, of 5.56 and and uh, not much uh, time later, you've uh, gone through all that money. So yeah, that's what they're for, plain and simple. But you want to blow a hundred bucks in about 30 seconds? No problem. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and that, that's all they're good for. Um, nobody that's serious is, is using those to commit crimes. Um, and anybody that does load one of those up and thinks that they're going to go out and, and cause mayhem uh, again, it's because they believe what the people on the news say that if you're, you know, you're a, cold-blooded killer you got to have stuff like that well it's not true but uh nobody that actually understands again understands these rifles and has spent time shooting of, of any <laughs> amount of time at all is is going to pick that as what they use if they want reliability although a lot of these uh mass uh shootings or active shooter scenarios do end because the gun jams up on them too they can't get it unjammed uh so there's there's that um but yeah, high capacity, it, it's such a stupid thing. Um, it's completely arbitrary. If you're going to start banning, uh, put a, a, a limit on how many rounds can legally fit in a magazine and what's legal to possess, where do you draw that line? You know, 30 is too many. Is, is 25 enough? Nope, that's too many. Okay, what about 20? Well, that's too many. 15, 10, 7? Eventually, it gets down to single shot. I mean, that's, which is that's, we know that's where they want to be ultimately at. Ultimately, where they want to go. Ultimately, they want to go down to none. But uh, the the last stop on that on that rail is single shot. You can only put one round in at a time. And it, it's funny how they want to they want to take it all the way back to basically technology of well now 123 years ago or 150 years ago. You know, back when uh, the single shot rifles were. Were, were very popular the the trapdoor or the the sharps the the remington rolling block you know those designs that that took a single round um but were we to get rid of everything that's been invented since then and go back to those 
pretty soon they'd start saying, well, you know, it, it's too powerful and we need to limit what you can put in them and they'll never be happy. But that's, it's, it's truly hundred percent arbitrary. You just, let's pick a number and go with that and see if it stops people from being <clears throat> ugly to other people. Oh, nope. They're still trying to shoot each other. Let's lower the number. Oh, nope. That's not working either. Let's make it smaller. Oh, that's not, what do we do? You know, let's, let's clutch our pearls and wring our hands and try to come up with the smallest number that we can think of. Nothing is going to work because even if you ban the law abiding people from possessing these, they're still out there in the world and the bad guys are still going to have them. They won't give theirs up. So again, the, the logic just isn't there. Um, I've got one more on my list that we could go through here. Um, and then I would love to have a few other words from the audience out there. You guys that are watching, um, guys and gals that, uh, are out there in the live chat. So other words that, that get misused or are misnomers or things like that, um, or that people misname, I guess could be another thing like the, the clip versus magazine, but, uh, ghost gun is one that we haven't talked about yet tonight. Yeah. So we hear all about ghost guns and, and what could be scarier than a ghost gun, right? I mean, unless you've got a, uh, a super collider on your back that uh, throws out a, uh, what is it, a, a proton stream or something like that, like the Ghostbusters, there's no such thing as a, as a ghost gun. These things don't die and come back to life. Uh, Freddy Krueger's not walking around with a gun. Um, so... Uh, ghost gun. Now this is, again, it's, it's kind of become a catch all term and simply put, it now means any gun that can't be traced by its serial number. So originally ghost gun meant, uh, Oh, there's another one. What's, what's the new one that they're coming up with? The, Oh no, now what the, the home manufactured firearm or what are they calling those? There's a, it's a three you mean what we've been doing for the last 400 years right yeah <laughs> 300 they, years, have, they have a tla for it now and i don't remember uh exactly what that is gee hopefully you'll be able to set me straight i know you know the whatever they're calling it home manufactured or self-manufactured firearm or whatever it is now um privately privately manufactured fire, pmf is that it pmf all right right there in the comments uh privately manufactured firearm is the new Gnome de jour, um, which is French for name de jour. Here, anyway, I'm looking. I was going to just tell you real quick on the ghost guns thing. The, the BradyUnited.org. It says, "What are ghost guns?" It says, "Ghost guns are unregulated firearms that anyone, including minors and prohibited purchasers, can buy and build without a background check." Now, that right there is a hundred percent bald-faced lie. Unregulated. They they are, they are regulated. They're built to a spec so that you don't put a vertical foregrip on them because they they function. They're well, treated as a pistol or as a rifle no, you, or. You could, but just say you could build. You know, you can three D print your own AR lower. Yeah. And and put it all together in a normal build, and you could put the foregrip on it and everything else, and you'd be totally legal to do so. Okay. But it's still regulated because you can't make it full that, auto legally, you know, because yeah. they are heavily regulated. If you have a, a firearm that you made yourself and it is not serialized, you can never sell that, give it away, transfer it in any way, shape, or form, except to the ATF. It's heavily regulated. It, it is the yeah. opposite of unregulated. It's the most regulated firearm that I can think of. Because it absolutely cannot be given to anybody else. Yeah, yeah. 
you have to serialize it before somebody else can take possession of it. Um, so, no, the the fact that it, it's they're, they're worried because, again, the, the misconception is having a serial number on a gun makes it to where you can you can trace it and know exactly who owns it and and you know watch every step of every sale that it's ever been through whatever well we don't have a firearm registry in this nation i know some states do and some cities do but uh that that's illegal again under that uh, firearm owners protection act from 1986 that is uh i believe one of the provisions in that in that law that they can never make a federal firearm registry because there's no way to enforce it um the only way that you can enforce it is to um excuse me i take that back you can't have that because every country that's ever done that every regime that's ever had a firearm registry later used it to go and take the guns away from the citizens every single one of them there's never been one that didn't and so um in Canada, just say something about pistols now too. Yeah, they're working on it. Yeah, and how, uh, how are they going to know who has what? That that's where the excuse me, it's the universal background check can't be enforced without a registry. That I I about got it wrong there. Um, that's true. G Webs makes great sense out there in the chat. Serial numbers and license plates on cars stopped all automobile crime. So if we just do the same on the guns, come on, man. Yeah, you're right, because uh, putting a, a VIN on a car means that, uh, you know, you can absolutely track those too. every sale, no matter who's ever owned it. Um, and it's a little bit different. People always want to bring cars into the gun debate, and I don't understand why, because uh, cars, owning them and driving them on public right away is, is not part of the Constitution. But but guns are. Uh, it says you have the right to freely travel unmolested. It doesn't state how. Exactly so right. theoretically, you don't actually have to be licensed and have plates on your vehicle because it didn't stipulate what it was, and they've actually fought that battle in court. It doesn't and say won. vehicle. That's right. It says you're allowed to freely travel. It doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't stipulate. Vehicle. It doesn't it, stipulate how. The Constitution does say arms. It doesn't say vehicles. It does say arms. Right. Apples and oranges. Oranges and apples. <laughs> Okay, good enough. Um, so back, back to ghost guns. Now, here's where this gets misused entirely because making your own gun has been legal since before this country was a country. That's how, back in those days, most of those people uh, that that first settled the Americas had to make their own guns. They had they had to be carpenters. They had to be shipwrights. In a lot of them, they had to be uh, blacksmiths or whitesmiths. Um, tinsmiths, a lot of them had to be, you know, they had to be a jack of all trades, really, to be able to live off the land, build a cabin, build weapons to to hunt, to defend themselves, um, you know, build furniture for their house, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, they literally had to be capable of, of building almost anything. Um, later on, then, yes, there were a few people that, that made firearms by trade, and they were gunsmiths. And you could order one from them and commission them to build you one. But uh, yeah, for the most part, people have been making homemade firearms longer than there's been the United States of America. Um, and it, it intentionally was left out of the Constitution to, to regulate that whatsoever. Um, because 
this uh, this country's independence was fought by people who owned their own guns. A lot of them made their own guns. For sure, they uh, they cast their own uh, lead shot, and a lot of them made their own gunpowder with uh, you know with saltpeter and whatever else goes into goes into black powder, um, some sulfur and whatever else. But I don't know the exact mixture, but that's okay. Some some of you out there do, and that's cool. We won't. <laughs> we won't put the formula up there on this live chat and get me struck down. It's on Wikipedia anyway, if you want it. Right, so, yes, yeah. you can you can get all that stuff. You can make your right. own gunpowder. Um, so again, the founding fathers wanted to make sure that uh, if we ever needed to fight for our independence again, that we wouldn't be uh, hamstrung and disarmed in some way because it was it was an armed populace that that won us our freedom. Um, if we'd only had the the continental regulars armed we would not have won the revolutionary war. There wouldn't have been enough soldiers, enough powder, enough shot, enough muskets to go around. Um, so, so thank goodness for the people that brought their own stuff and, uh, uh, and helped fight that war. So they wanted to make sure that that never changed is, is exactly why we have a second amendment to begin with. So um, now here's what's happening is you see a lot, especially California, uh, you see their their ghost gun numbers and, and they take, you know, the number of ghost guns taken off the street. Well, they're lumping in any gun without a serial number. So if somebody has uh, uh, either filed it off or, or ground it off with a Dremel or something or uh, used acid to etch the serial number off of a firearm, then now that is also a quote unquote ghost gun. And when they talk about how many ghost guns that they're confiscating and taking off the streets, they're throwing those in as well. Well, if somebody steals a firearm from you, the first thing they want to do is get rid of that serial number so you can't prove it was the one that, that you lost, that it was stolen from you, right? Um, but, uh, but ultimately, unlike what they show you on TV, having that serial number, is, it's good enough that you can uh, ask the manufacturer which FFL or which distributor it went to. Uh, and then which FFL it went to from there. And the FFL is going to have the 4473 um, of uh, of who bought it from there. But, you know, if it was given from family member to family member legally, then there wouldn't be a paper trail there. If it was a long gun, then, again, most states, no paper trail. <clears throat> so the ghost gun thing, again, it's designed to uh, to scare the public into thinking that this is a, an issue that's not. Uh, scared the public into thinking that something that's very good is very bad. And uh, it's, it's really not a big thing at all. And again, uh, they, they always use these active shooters, these mass shootings, as justification for taking away the, the rights that we have to, to keep and bear arms. But show me, show me one of those instances where the killer was actually using, uh, you know, the, the, firearm that they made themselves or that they uh un you know outside of gang activity show me uh, one of those where they they used a gun that they had actually filed off the serial number because that may have happened but i doubt it and the homemade ones i can almost guarantee not so there's a good one michael frost over there on the facebook side has got a good one let's talk about this the gun show loophole like you can just throw cash at some unscrupulous redneck and leave it with the latest leave with the latest kitty killer five thousand. I hate it when people get in their what about cycle 
with that. What about the gun show loophole? We need to close the gun show loophole. You can just go into a gun show and walk out of there with whatever you want, with no background check or anything like that. <clears throat> Again, the only people that say that have never been to a gun show. Plain and simple. Now, real quick, though, John, devil's advocate here. There are private sales that happen at gun shows. Yeah, and? No, I'm just saying that you can go in and buy a long gun from somebody without any kind of a background check if the person you're buying it from is not. Yeah, and it's got nothing to do with being at a gun show. Well, no, I... The term gun show loophole implies that gun shows have uh, some sort of uh, uh, an amnesty of the typical firearm laws, and, and that's nothing could be farther from the truth. But there are still basic laws that apply, whether you buy a private cell from somebody at a gun show that has a table or not, there's still laws. You still have to be able to Absolutely. buy the gun legally. But if you don't, you're technically the, breaking the law. The thing is, the, the yeah. rules at the gun show are no different than if you just met somebody in the Walmart parking lot for an exchange there. Yeah. yeah. There's no such thing as a loophole that is specific to gun shows. You can't go to a gun show and get anything that you can't get from the gun store. And if it's a private transaction, then the fact that it's at a gun show is incidental. It has no, no bearing on the legality of it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I tell this story to a lot of people, anybody that will listen. I've, I've actually been at the gun show, and the guy next to me was looking at uh, Travis's favorite gun. It was one of those uh, <laughs> Sky pistols that had, I think it was the orange frame. The, the, bright, oh, the pretty like a silver orange. slide, you know? It doubles as, like, construction worker no, equipment. No, 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 I think it was a black slide. Oh. I think oh, it had the okay. black well, slide, but it had better. the orange. That's better the orange yeah. frame on it and uh he was looking at it and he's like okay yep i i want this one i'll buy this one and and so the dealer came over and he's like okay cool i just need your your handgun purchase permit or your carry permit the guy said my what you've got your handgun purchase permit right or you've got a concealed carry permit no i i don't i don't know what that is he goes okay you're not gonna buy this gun from me today and he told him what he needed to do to go get the permit that he needed to come back and purchase that gun. He said, give me your name and number and I'll hold this one for you. And once you've got that permit, then you can come to my shop and you can buy this, mm-hmm. but you're not taking it today. And, and that's how every dealer at every gun show is going to conduct their business because they have to, because right now, even without the, uh, the ATF being on a tear, like they are to shut down FFLs and, and, Hopefully that gets uh, that gets a little the hearings bit. coming up here in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, they're they're supposed to be bringing uh, Dettelbach in for some questioning before Congress on on that because they their their zero tolerance policy for willful mistakes. Well, it's not willful if it was an honest uh, clerical error. Uh, a number got juxtaposed or something like that. Especially, I I mix numbers up all the time. I don't have bad dyslexia, but I'm pretty sure. It's dyslexia, right? I mean, that's that's what it would be. So every now and then I'll flip two digits around in a number. And so uh, if something like that happened on a 4473 and the ATF catches it right now, instantly that uh, that dealer loses their federal firearms license. They're pulling them and they're putting people out of business left and right because of it. And if it's a willful error, that means that, yes, the, the document was falsified. Then absolutely pull that that dealer's license because they don't deserve to do business. But when it's an honest mistake, it was a number that got written down wrong or something like that. Then again, and it's gotta be hard to prove willful, right? That's like proving intent. I mean, it, it's very, very difficult to prove. So 
they're shutting people down because they can. Again, they're flexing muscles that they were never designed to flex. And here they just put all those new changes on those 4473s this year, too. So now all these dealers had to learn the new language and some of the oh, new God, sections. Yes. When I was at, I'm not kidding you, when I was at uh, Sportsman's Warehouse, when I picked up my high point 10 millimeter, like it was the guy that, you know, I had the initial person that worked with me that had filled out the 4473. His manager came over and went over it. Then they called in a third person just to double and triple check to make sure that, you know, nobody was off on anything. Because, you know, that's they're like, okay, we're doing this, we're doing that. I mean, it literally took like 45 minutes, like three people going yeah. over this thing over and over. And then they double checked it and verified, verified. My, I mean, I, I was like, my dad looked at me, he's like, he's like, does it normally take this long? I'm like, no. I said, it's usually about 20 minutes from start to finish. And that's yeah. and usually it's on me typing it in on the screen, you know, to do this was all done on paper. So yeah. it was, yeah. well, you do it on, you do it on a computer, but then after that, it prints off the paper and then the paperwork and they got to verify and the serial number and. I was like, wow, this is crazy. It was almost an hour, you know? Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. But that's not considered an undue burden on the American people. Oh. <laughs> I mean, bear in mind the fact that there were people waiting at the counter that wanted to get theirs, you know, and they were waiting for their stuff to go through. There was four or five people that were buying yep. firearms that morning when I was there, which they was a Monday. I mean, that's all just... things I was there on a day off, you know, they were packed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because nobody yeah. buys guns on a monday nobody buys you have says the idea is to make it sound like if the swap meet loophole let phone stores sell phones with no taxes or something um now again uh private sales on phones that they, they had to call that the facebook marketplace loophole <laughs> you can i think you can do a private transfer of a cell phone with no uh, without charging sales tax but unfortunately the retailers they've got to they've got to charge that sales tax because they're going to pay it to the government either way so they just will collect it from the customer uh, yeah g webs is for those of you that don't know i have a day job where i sell phones for a living that's what i do um i'm still stuck it, on the fact that he waited 45 minutes to buy a high point oh no it was a jxp 10 it was a 10 millimeter you can't get him anywhere dude dude, dude he, he i did, did a, i did a, i did i went from lincoln point. to grand island to go get this thing because nobody has it's, JXP it's not like this stock, was an impulse locally. buy like he couldn't sleep the night before. It was like Christmas. No, Eve this is a ten millimeter high point. This is the uh, this is like the, the coveted ten millimeter high point. Took one sniff of that gun and almost peed himself. Joe, it doubles as a cordless drill. Okay, I mean seriously, dude, the thing weighs <laughs> as much as a freaking roofing hammer. I mean, it's it's it is you know. You can actually hobble a horse with it. You can hitch hitch a horse right to it. They can't go Joe, anywhere. I had to be um, the first person on YouTube to you, do the clean. You can tie a rope it, to it obviously. and throw it overboard, and the boat can't go anywhere. <laughs> Uh, they, they're so multifunction. You can put one in a pillowcase, and uh, uh, you know you could kill a small dinosaur with one blow to the Joe, head. Let me ask you this question, Joe: Who wouldn't want a ten millimeter threaded with optics capability for under two hundred dollars? It's like it's like buying a fifty dollar Porsche. I mean, it's a no brainer. It's something you have, have to have. Yeah, you know? to understand. I I just can't figure out the mystique of the 10 millimeter guys. it's I the ultimate it's 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 got that it goes to 11 john 10 goes to 11 all right that's all i can say 10 goes to 11 i don't know you're gonna lose it all i see all day long on facebook are it memes. a boat anchor weighs as no, much as dude, a boat anchor listen to this though yeah there's meme after meme after meme on facebook of people that lost their 10 millimeters like all these mechanics are always losing their 10 millimeters so know. every socket yeah. set has every yep. socket in it except the 10 millimeter. You're going to lose your 10 millimeter. That's because that's like the main one for most of your drain plugs. That's what it was on my Jeep Cherokee was a 10 millimeter. Set. Everybody yeah. loses the 10 millimeter. So that's going to be the first one of all your collection. That's the first one that you're going to lose, Travis. <laughs> no. He's going to have to go out no. and buy a couple extra now just to have them. 
Michael this thing is like the size of a small appliance. You can't misplace it. You can't. Michael it's like, wants you to to paint it rattle can gold. Oh, no, 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 no. We're gonna put <laughs> we're gonna do the the Benjamins uh, Cerakote or whatever Hydro Dip on it. You know. How about Muddy Girl Pink? Muddy Girl Pink camo. So there you go. No, I I think you need to do the tactical look. You know, it's, it's already tactical, dude. It's got it's got a scary. It's got a silencer adapter on the front. It's got a red dot. <laughs> Played on it's got it 20 round mag it does not have the shoulder thing that goes up not yet not yet <laughs> i ain't got no switch on it yet well high point switch that's gonna high be the new big switch. one the high point switch <laughs> Dude, that's right they already got them for blocks why waste your time with you know a black market billionaire just saying <laughs> mm -hmm. just saying you know i was right. thinking about this for a second when we we're talking vertical foregrip wouldn't it be sweet if we had an 89 degree angle foregrip and it turns out there's actually a company that makes an 86 degree angle foregrip. <laughs> it looks like a VFG, but it's 86 degrees if you do the math, and that's not vertical. That that's not just vertical. just angled enough that now it so, does say in red letters you're using this at your own risk. You have to so know your own. I'm walk. curious. Yeah. You know, what if it's a horizontal foregrip and you don't mount it to the six o'clock position of the handguard? But well, you they were saying that you're on your like the nine o'clock. A collapsible true vertical foregrip that goes horizontal, you can't use that on SBRs or you can't use it on a barrel less than 16 inches. Um, well, you'd, they, you'd have to SBR it because it, it has the capability of going vertical. Yeah, but, but, but 86 degrees, is, though, that's genius right there. So, sure, but what, yeah. what I'm saying is what if you took that normal vertical foregrip and instead of installing it on the 6 o'clock position under the barrel, mm -hmm. at the 9 o'clock position, so it's sideways, you know, like a hammer drill, and you've got the the horizontal foregrip. Those have never been outlawed that I can ever remember seeing. Hmm. Ah. What's the what is the definition? did we just come up with our own Sandhills loophole? Yeah, yeah. That, Somebody that actually have, mentioned that's that earlier. Still horizontal. It's not vertical. That's a horizontal. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's make it at eighty nine degrees, and then the eighty nine degree uh, um, H. H, what the hell would you call it? <laughs> HFG? HFG? The, the, the horizontal, angle, horizontal angle grip. The, the hag. The hag? The horizontal. You put a hag on my rifle. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got a hag. You got tacta hag. Tactical hag. Tacta hag right there. Get your. Michael get your says tactical. the 1911 may have won two world wars, but the high point has won a million turf wars. This is true. This is true. <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh, we're devolving quickly. She's got I meant this count, to be a serious Michael. thing. Counts. I yep. absolutely 100% kids, I meant this to be a serious thing tonight. I really did. It is. So it is. You got to laugh at language. We're, we're I mean, you know, having some serious fun now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have to give it to Travis. I always did want to buy a high point. I always figured, you know, if I couldn't hit nothing with it, at least I could smack somebody. Dude, they're, with it. dude they're actually very, very accurate. My carbine is like it's sub MOA at 25 yards with the crappy Tasco dot side on. I would shoot way better than I do a pistol. No, they're very accurate. They're blowback style, so the barrel's mounted. So I mean, they're very. Be surprised, man. Now my buddy had a had a carbine. I have to agree with you. That thing, it, it was wicked accurate. It was lightweight. Yeah. Um, it, it it actually wasn't bad at all and then i seen the pistol and i was like huh if i wanted a break yeah are you gonna go ahead and put the red dot on the high point oh i'm gonna put an eotech on it oh okay. yeah yeah now once that's done are we taking yeah. it deer hunting i can't because of the magazine capacity it's gonna be greater than five rounds it's a there's gotta round. be a way to to uh can we can we pin it can we put like a sheet metal screw through the bottom it, of it, like a really long sheet metal screw to limit it to five well, rounds because like with the p mag you can get those followers that limit it to yep. 
you well, know, a 30 round mag no, down I, to 10 or something. Because of the energy level, you can't hunt. I don't know if we can hunt with a high point, maybe a 10 millimeter plus P round. Might I guarantee have the 10 millimeter meets the, the pistol okay. requirements. Okay. Because okay. I think a nine, doesn't a nine mil uh, plus uh, P actually barely it, make it? It might. I'd, I'd have to know the muzzle energy like of so the many foot pounds nine, in. but a 357 yards or something, I don't remember. But a 357 yeah. in, a, in a typical uh, four inch barrel will usually do it so i'm sure okay the yeah, deer hunting with the high point 10 baby there you go i think that yeah. we should do it i won't be able to go out this year in november because life is happening and stuff's going on in november that i i've got to prioritize and i've got to do stuff besides take time off for hunting so probably january we'll we'll go back up and and uh, do the antlerless season and uh see what we can do there so I I would love to take a deer with my tracker with my 357 tracker, and it it doesn't have a way to uh, to mount an optic to it, so I just have to get practiced up with my iron. Well, they'll make an optics cut next close. year, Shot Show. You know that's going to happen. So yeah, the the tracker Toro. Yep, yep. I mean, they did this year. They put out the the 856 Toro. Yeah. So those are actually right now. Um, well. It's kind of a special deal that's not open to the public. Dude, I got to tell you about that here. Um, when we go off the air, remind me to, oh, remind yeah. me to tell you what it, I'm seriously. I'm looking up ammo you. specs right now. My wife's not in the room, but if she's still watching us, she didn't go to, she's not feeling well, so she's not here. But um, if she, uh, if she's still awake and she sees this, then she may not like my idea. But, but I gotta, I gotta say, this is something that's tempting me. Anyway, um, all right. So, uh, G's got to pop out of there. Thanks for hanging out, G. Um, do we have any other words, comments, phrases that we need to address tonight before we wrap up? We don't need to go super late tonight. Um, I do want to know, and again, thank you all for uh, those of you that are subbed over on Rumble. If you're not subbed on Rumble, you know what? We didn't do any announcements yet. If you haven't subbed on Rumble, go over there and, and do that. Rumble.com slash user slash Sandhills Media. Um, I did away with my little thing to put it up on the screen. It's gone now. Um, you guys pretty much know the drill. If you're watching live and you've never been here before, please put a comment out there so we know you're out there. Uh, also, go check out the Self-Defense Radio Network. We've got this show and a whole bunch of other really great stuff over there at sdrn.us. Um, the views and opinions expressed by each guy tonight are his own and don't reflect on the rest of us or our sponsor, our sponsor, Sandhills Defense. Check us out. We've got uh, our women's handgun and self-defense fundamentals classes scheduled for uh, two cycles of those coming up through the spring and summer into the fall. And I think I've got five total concealed handgun permit classes scheduled for the year. One out in Ainsworth uh, at the end of this month and then four more uh, spread out between um, May and October here in Norfolk. So hit me up. Uh, sandhillsdefense.com go check it out i was just talking to somebody right before i got on here that uh, said he took his uh concealed carry with you john oh yeah yeah up in uh, i think he would said north of albion well it would have been north of albion quite a ways north of albion that's yeah. where that's where the shooting was was neely that were yeah up in um, that area yeah he's out here at this class too so uh you, i told him i was What's his first name? Can you say that? We won't out him, but. Uh, not offhand. <laughs> okay. All right. 
if you tell me honestly the first name, there's I'll 20 of us in a class and we've been here for how long and i'm like uh <laughs> i know what he looks like he's about yay tall <laughs> he's in the other hotel room that way about four rooms down <laughs> gotcha cool it's been yeah. a rough week. I have not got a lot of sleep this week. I'm telling you what. We got a test tomorrow, and I'm going, oh, sweet you baby too, huh? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to wrap this up here and uh, give you a chance to get some rest then, Joe. How about that? Uh, Sounds great. Real quick, we don't have the list because my uh, beautiful producer is not in her producer's chair. But as I scroll through here, I can pretty well name everybody. And, again, we want to thank you for – for watching out there on the YouTube, well, on the Facebook side, I've only seen Michael out there. Uh, on the YouTube side, we had Kingpin, G Webs, Patriot, 500 Magnum, Jeff Moeller, Two Live Moo, 10X Shooters, Gizzard Gary out there, um, Travis out there and in here, Blitz out there. Some of these I'll probably end up saying twice because I didn't realize I said them. Um, Vanessa Kitty's out there. Agorizer's out there. Chris Winsett says, we're here. I don't know who we uh, is, but well, it looks like in that picture, there's actually two faces. So glad to have you along, Chris. I don't think I've seen you out there before. So, uh, where awesome. are you, where are you watching from? We want to know that too. You don't have to be like super exact. If you just want to say the state or the city or whatever County. Uh, the arms men listening as usual. We appreciate that. Yeah. Thumb it up. If you're watching, please hit the thumbs up button. Like uh, the like button or the thumbs up button, depending on where you're watching. Rumble. If you're watching on Rumble, hit that Rumble button. Give us the rumbles. Apparently those are worth something and it just means that you liked it. Um, also, if you haven't subscribed on YouTube, please do. If you haven't uh, liked on Facebook, please do. If you haven't uh, now subscribed on Rumble, please go do that as well. If you don't have a Rumble, you need a Rumble. Rumble's like face, uh, excuse me. Rumble's kind of like YouTube if YouTube didn't have stupid rules that said you can't do this, you can't do that. Pretty much as long as it's legal and it's not porn, they'll let it go. So uh, Chris is coming from Tennessee. Glad to have you over there uh, in the, what is that, the volunteer state? Is that right? Uh, Glad, yep. to have you, glad to have you along for the ride. We appreciate it. We're going to do this uh, for the foreseeable future every Wednesday night. We've moved starting in March here. We're doing Wednesdays. Um, I think we're going to keep it 8 o'clock Central Time, which is, of course, the only time zone that matters. That's right. Anybody who says otherwise probably lives in a different one. Um, oh, he's one of those Travites. I get the it. No lies. The Travi, the Paupers, and the Travi Collective. The king of the Travi. And, got Travi. Uh, those of us that uh, have pledged our fealty to him are the Travites. Here, here. Here, here. <laughs> All right. Water, by the way, just for the record. It's uh, ta tactical water. Mm -hmm. Yep. Tactical, tactical water bottle. The high-speed, low-drag water bottle. Absolutely. That's right. Fast water. Fast water. Well, for those like a, we should make a band and call it Fast Water. That sounds like a cool name. Or, or yeah, tac yeah. Tactical Water. Fast Water. Tactical Water. Tactical Water to get you through the I run the symbols. <laughs> you do look kind of like a monkey. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, John. <laughs> Appreciate that, buddy. <laughs> During the week, you don't do anything, but on the weekends, you're a warrior. So when you want to get that's through those right. two hour <laughs> that's our first course album. classes, you need Tactical Water. Our first album is Weekend Warriors. That's right. 
five dollars off it. Springfield it's, Hellcat it's got, for it's every bottle. Cool songs on it. Cool titles oh. like like uh, Stovepipe Jam. Yeah. Oh, or there we go. Stovepipe Blues. Yep. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what, what's the the other Suppressed song? Feelings. Our, our biggest song so we far do. was uh, "Damn It, Why Do I Keep Hitting Low Left?" Oh, yeah, um, there you go. There you go. That's the story of my life, right there. <laughs> Shoot, load and left. Must be that. Must be that yeah. ten mil. No, no, that's yeah. the high of the right. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Twenty two thirty, whatever works, bro. You know. All right. So, uh, so let's do this. We'll uh, we'll go out on on a fun note with that. So. Uh, Joe, any, uh, any closing thoughts, things that, uh, you wanted to get said that you didn't get a chance to, and then any shameless plugs. I know you don't have a YouTube channel, but what's going on with the stuff that you're plugged into that people need to know about? Uh, well, so those of us in Nebraska, uh, it's really exciting. They actually have a, uh, a Senator's dinner coming up. Uh, we've finally got uh, 30 of them signed on. So it's great to finally see that the people that, we've asked to represent us can actually sit down in the same room and, and, uh, it's really exciting. Um, and then, uh, the NRA ILA and the NFOA have done uh, a lot of groundwork and worked with Senator Brewer. Uh, LB 77 is looking really, really good. And, uh, speaking of the NFOA, uh, if you haven't uh, joined us yet, uh, please feel free to, uh, John, hopefully you've got a little deal down there. Cause, I don't have my do this. Hey, Joe, real quick. When's the select file? Is a select file vote coming up now? Select file debate coming up for the Unicam? What's for LB 77? Um, Tentatively, we heard it was about three weeks out. Okay. But if you get on Facebook. Right. That's why I said tentatively. Here's the other thing. The, the, (laughs) right. It'll happen in the next 30 days. Hey, it's the, Nebraska. It's not for everyone. We've got a bunch exactly. of big, big bills. <laughs> Even the ones here. Right? We've yeah. got a bunch of big debates coming through here that they have to get through. So yeah. Right. We've got, Absolutely. We've got a fetal heartbeat bill. We've got a don't Which mutilate children's bodies bill. We've got yep. uh, a voter ID bill. Yep. And then constitutional carry bill. So well, Thank God we got casinos out of the way, John. I know, kidding. <laughs> right. So, um... Even though Norfolk can't have one because Columbus does. Oh, oh Senator Senator Sorry, Albright is actually doing the heartbeat bill, and that's LB six twenty six. So those of us that uh, definitely believe in in trying to protect our children, that is that is a really good one. Uh, Born that's coming or up, unborn. Yes, absolutely. But speaking of the NFOA, yeah, if you would uh, feel free to send us an email and become a member, and and uh, Travis it. We will definitely let you know as soon as we know. That's why I said yeah. tentatively. Yeah. That's kind of what they're saying. It hasn't been scheduled, we, but if you get all these things through, and, and yeah, that's when when we know more, you'll know more. But it's not looking like it's going to be. I don't know where Guns and Gadgets gets his info, but when he put out that video, that update that said maybe by the end of next week it'll be through final reading, uh, not in this universe. Did you correct him in that video. Well, no, because I don't think he reads his comments, and I don't even know if it's well, it for other people out there. Say, hey, heads up! I'm from Nebraska. Here's the truth. It's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I've reached out. Call him out. Maybe he'll respond for once. Times yeah. in multiple ways to try to get a hold of Jared so that he actually could have a source that is part of uh, Nebraska's only grassroots lobby group. And Absolutely. Thus far, and I mean, I've had people make intros in Facebook Messenger, like people that are people, not just me, right? And he's ghosted every attempt, no matter who has 
who has tried to set this up. So he clearly doesn't want to uh, hear from the horse's mouth. My, my guess is he's hearing from GOA and wow. they don't have anybody in Lincoln. I mean, we, we will collaborate with them and work with them, but uh, GOA doesn't have the inside track that NFOA does. So, right. and, and this is no secret. Sometimes we're privy to information we can't uh, share at the time. It's right. The beast, man. But this is. is something that I can yeah. definitively say that we don't even have that inside baseball info yet. So there's no super secret squirrel stuff going on that we just can't tell you. It just flat out hasn't been scheduled. And as soon as it gets on the schedule, we will let everybody know because that will be another four-hour filibuster before they can vote. And we expect that one, that filibuster is going to go the distance. They took it eight hours. They'll take it four. And uh, now here's the thing with that. We, uh, we had 36 people that voted to pass it on. If they all stand strong then there, there's nothing left to be said in the debate. Honestly, I don't know what it would be. The The only thing that was maybe kind of an if was whether or not they would adopt that amendment that Brewer had put in that makes the police happy. And uh, that was that was adopted with 34 votes, one more than was necessary. And then the, the bill passing on to the next round was adopted with 30, or passed with 36 votes, which are three more than necessary. Uh, two people who didn't vote on that amendment they didn't vote against it they just didn't vote they did go ahead and vote for the bill even with that amendment adopted and so that's the only hurdle i could have foreseen i mean joe tell me if you see it differently but the fact that that they they voted for the bill even with the amendment means that i i don't think we lose anybody but that's only if people in nebraska keep their foot on the gas and keep in contact with these senators and make sure that they understand that we expect them to to hold fast right uh, right but and at that, the same time it, it, it looks like pushing. It, you know it's it's i think it, it's looking like a very good outcome if nebraskans are willing to do their jobs and hold these senators accountable and keep encouraging them to stand strong and not change their votes later or not abstain from voting right so that's if you're from nebraska on. there is about three or four different political groups in the state of Nebraska that do send out what we call a second house alert or a call to action. The NFA does that. John, a lot of times will put that together. Um, but there is uh, there's a few other outfits as well. And they have had more turnout, more comments online on the bills themselves and more yeah. people in Washington this year. And the one good thing is we have quite a few, you know, uh, freshman senators. And so, for their freshman year to have so many people actually showing up in, in the Capitol and testifying at yeah. these different bills um, for or against them, um, you know, is, is really sending a strong message that this isn't this isn't business as usual anymore. People are alert. People are paying attention and we're going to hold you accountable. Yeah. Um, you know, and another good thing is, you know, I think last year, or the year before, I'm not even real sure if a heartbeat bill would have got a lot of traction and i believe that the the um uh, lb 77 really kind of set the pace this year you know if we can if we can uh keep the the gas pedal on lb 77 i think there's going to be some other bills that uh really need to be looked at the heartbeat bill we have epic tax bill um there's uh a couple of um 
prison reform bills um, and mental health bills that that are a little bit more nonpartisan. So it's yeah. it's really a good thing and wonderful that people are finally working together and really well, trying to do better for Nebraskans. It's not unusual for I mean, we don't have a partisan system. It's supposed to be nonpartisan, but the votes for the most part follow party lines. Uh, it's not unusual for the, the votes to be party line votes, but we're seeing so many people reach across the, the non-existent aisle this year. And, on good and issues. On good issues. And and we're seeing people who, who are voting um, their consciences, that are voting their constituencies. And I mean... Some, some of, of them are actually senators, keeping the word. <laughs> some of these senators who are opposing LB 77 are still voting their constituencies to their credit. It's not what I mm -hmm. want. Uh, but you know what? If, if they are voting because they said that they've gotten contacted by more people that want them to oppose it than want them to support it. And they're, uh, you know, they're supporting their constituents uh, wishes. Then I, I get it. Right. I respect it. At least <clears throat> if that's, if that's why, and, and you're not just quoting misrepresented facts and bogus statistics, then, you know, I can respect that more than I can respect the, the stream of misinformation that's come up in the debate that's clearly designed to, to muddy the water. And the sad part is one of those people actually believes what she's saying. Uh, she's not doing it disingenuously. She's, she's doing it because she thinks it's true. Yeah. She's misguided, but anyway, um, yeah, some good stuff coming up. So Joe, thanks for, uh, coming and hanging out. Always and, fun uh, guys. I, I enjoy it. Conversation. Travis, final thoughts yeah, from you. Shameless plugs. I just will say this, if we're with somebody and they're new to firearms, you know, don't don't discourage them or make fun of them or shame them if they're using the incorrect terms, because pop culture has such an influence over the, the language that people speak these days that if they don't know, it's our job to be good stewards of the craft of being firearms owners to instruct them so that they know the proper terminology, right? So go from the clip to the magazine to the suppressor to the silencer, whatever, we get the idea. Um, I think that's important. So that's been a fun discussion tonight. I just kind of laugh at some of these terms. We didn't even get to discuss yeet, which is fine. I mean, maybe we'll do yeet next week, but you know, it's uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We might have to have a whole different show just for slang terms like yeet. Yeah, yeah. Well, they said I, I was. I looked earlier that 370 new words were added to the Merriam-Webster dictionary. They added sus and yeet and cringe. These are all now words in the dictionary. So, and the other one was, God, what was it? It said it's like. I don't know, something about the combination of like nerd and adorable. I've never even heard the word before. It's like, who, who uses this? But anyway, so yeah, Urban Dictionary so like is now becoming the real adorable? dictionary. That it's nerdorable or something, or I can't remember what it was. So anyway, I, I guess yeah. if dad bods are coming into into fashion as being there, you go. Dad bods are going to be up there too. Dad shoes are going to happen pretty soon. So yeah, uh, like, yeah I will never wear penny loafers. No, no, never. Don't dad, sell out. No, man. dad shoes now are Crocs with headlights. Oh, I thought they were Skechers. So I thought they were white Skechers or white Nikes, uh, cross trainers. Those were dad shoes. Nice thick soles. With you know. Knees. Uh, as for me, shameless plug stuff. Uh, if you check out uh, my channel, Travis B11, we've got Caliber Corner happening Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time. We have an episode planned for Saturday. It'll be good. I've also put out a community link, so look for it uh, for Thunder on the Prairie 2023. With we did a we did a live stream on what it's all about. So check my channel and you can watch what it's about. We also have a link to the merch. Thunder on the Prairie 2023 merch is out there. Um, otherwise, I think that's pretty much about it. So I'm, I'm staying busy. Just put a video out this morning on my uh, 
Beretta A300 patrol shotgun and maybe the lack of QC on Beretta's part. They might want to improve that a little bit, you know, on their shotguns in the future. But I'm just saying, getting that out there. Um, otherwise, I think that's it. So it's been a good show tonight. It's been a lot of fun. Got a lot of laughs and it's been a great Wednesday. So thank you. All right. If you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, then you can see in the comment section, I just posted a YouTube link that is the Thunder on the Prairie video that uh, thank Travis you. just alluded to. So that's up on both platforms. I'm trying to answer all the questions stuff. on it. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. It, I'd have to refresh this. Do I have any comments? Good, because I wasn't checking all night for Rumble. Um, <laughs> We've been, uh, you've been after Rumble for how long and you weren't checking it? Well, I get, I forget that uh, it doesn't put the comments up here in StreamYard like Facebook and YouTube do. Well, so, and I'm stuck least, on a phone tonight. At least we're there. So that's all that matters. Um, that's yeah. awesome so so yeah thanks for being here travis we appreciate it yeah. um yeah. final thoughts from me just uh please help this uh help this show grow i keep saying it's the the best show that nobody's watching but in all honesty i i want it to be the best show that that uh, you and a lot of other people are watching so so give me the constructive criticism let me know if wednesdays work better if if Thursdays were better and we need to go back to that, let me know. Uh, I can't pick any other night of the week besides Wednesday or Thursday. They're the only two that are feasible. So, so don't, uh, um, don't hit me up with, well, it's really better on Sundays from eight 15 to eight 20 in the morning or something. That's, you know, I get it, but, uh, but honestly, let, let me know what, uh, which conversations do you like better? Uh, do you like it when we dive into difficult topics or when we keep it light and fun or when we completely just, it goes off the rails and we didn't talk about what we meant to at all? I mean, what do you guys prefer? Give me the feedback. Uh, you can make the comments or, um, you can also drop an email to Sandhills Media Empire at Gmail and, uh, let me know over there, but, uh, let's, uh, let's see what's going on over there. So we've also got gunmetal guy usa joining us uh very cool thanks for for popping in so all right on uh, on that note we're gonna get out of here so on behalf of joe and travis and uh all the usual suspects who couldn't uh, make the make the uh, show tonight on the panel at least and uh my uh under the weather bride sandhills sweetheart and the liberty dog over there who decided to uh pass out on her mama's desk even though she's not over there uh and uh, I think that's about it. Uh, God bless you. Thanks for watching. We really appreciate it. But it's time for you to get out of here. Get off my lawn. Bye, Felicia.